Hey everyone, welcome to the Smart Girl Making Done Decision Podcast. This is your spiceful, flavorful, all in the mix girl, Dom. Thank you guys for tuning in again. I want to sincerely apologize for being MIA for a few months. Life just started to happen and I just needed to take some time to reflect about my life choices and the decisions I was making and what I need to do. And then I looked at it all and it was like, snap, I have a podcast that I titled Smart Girl Making Dumb Decision. I could actually talk about everything that I'm going through on my podcast while navigating through this thing or this game that we call life. And all these fucked up decisions that I'm making, right? Mix in with some of the good decisions that I'm making as well. So I'm like, but let me start re-recording and letting my listeners in. Not trying to be perfect. This is a learning process. And this is me trying to be vulnerable with my listeners. So let me fill you guys in on everything that you've missed so far. In my life, with this smart girl making dumb decisions. Whoop to whoop to woo. Here goes one. What y'all missed, I didn't tell y'all about. Went on a date with a racist. We're gonna call him Flake in my story time when I'm telling it. Number two, got a little hiccup back and forth with an ex. Number three, Got some ex that trying to do some pop-up. Number four, you have some ex, not you have some experiences, some blank pages in my history book that people want to bring back up and mention that I think is irrelevant to my story in my life. And number five, the thing that I'm most proud of, out of everything, and is that I'm going to therapy, therapy. Yes, y'all, y'all heard me right, and I'm trying to sing that I'm going to therapy. Yes, your spiceful girl, Dom, sat down and trying to let it all bear. To someone she has no clue about or where they're from. The walks of life. Whew, yes. It's that visual statement that I've always had in my head. Laying on the couch. Being dramatic as ever. Doing a whoo lady. Feeling her and trying to be pat the eyes when those tears are dropping. Giving the little extra mm. In your storytelling, but let me stop with that mess. So, yes, I'm going to therapy. I'm proud of it. Mental health is a serious thing. Working on mental health, trying to better your mental status is a, is a major part. Like, because life has hit some... 
life is hit from many angles and areas that I never think it would hit me from ever. So, you know what? I wanted to talk about day, going on that day with that flake. I wanted to talk about all those exes and stuff that's come to trying to pop up. But right now, I don't want to talk about those irrelevant stuff. I'm going to let you guys in on men my mental just do mental health. So this is the purpose that I created this podcast to be as real as possible. So through this process of being MIA, I have lost like someone that is close to me. feels like I lost a part of my heart. I feel like someone came and ripped it out. And I had no control of when, where, time, or place that would come and do that. I want to let you guys know straight up from doing this podcast. This session won't be long and... I didn't expect coming on here wanting to talk about that. I grew up with a series of people that I classified as family. I am so blessed to say that to this day in my adulthood, we have the same bond we had when we were in diapers coming up. And a few weeks ago, someone decided to take one of those people away. Reasons unknown to me and anyone else Someone decided they, um, I don't even want to say friend like my brother. My partner has been here too long on earth. So they took him. This is actually my first time actually fully opening up about this. I've only touched a little bit of it with my people I call my family and my some of my family. This is This is heartbreaking. It it's hard 
because that's the first man in my life that ever looked at me and told me he loved me. Apart from like family. It's so weird, like a relationship was somewhat so dysfunctional in a sense. He was my antagonist and I was to to him just the same. It is weird. You'd have to know us to see us to be like, oh, these two, you just need to know their whole story and history is weird. We have some stories. Growing up, he was the person, he was a guy like I was a tomboy all over just because of him. He would tell me I can't do things because I'm a girl. And I would have to show him I can do things and do it better than him. So I always have to be showing him up. I always have to one up. Even though I would start it, finish, but when it's time to come down and risk all of what I do, I'd be super scared or tired. And he would bust out laughing. Each picture we have of us together from childhood stretch up to adult. With each picture, and I just noticed this when he passed. With going back through pictures from our childhood people sharing photos. And I'm in it with him. He's always beside me saying something in my ear or looking directly at me and I will be looking forward front to it anywhere but him but he was always focused on me it's it's hard Because for the first time in life, I never get to tell someone that means a lot to me that I love them too. And mental health is important. And me going to therapy is so breathtaking and it relieved just a little bit of my pain is because I have someone to talk to about it because I am not processing it right I have my moments where I'm angry with God I break down crying I'll just get up and walk through this place numb I won't feel I feel like I'm not feeling anything at all. And then there are times where I just feel like I'm just going through the motion like I should feel. Or I start beating myself up because I don't feel like I'm grieving properly. 
the one thing I can tell you, social media, when you're trying to grieve, is not the most healthiest place or the safest environment to go to. Because it messes with you mentally on top of the loss you're feeling. Because people might not know your stories and everyone has like trigger fingers, typing fingers. They hype and fully functioning online and not knowing no one's story or the person at all. And then you see it and you read remarks. It gets you in... Even when you thought you were seeing the light at your tunnel where you can exit, going on social media makes your light disappear. I don't know if this makes sense to you guys. But I had to go to therapy and sit this down and talk to my therapist. And she had to let me know it's okay okay to grieve in the manner of how I'm grieving. There's no cookie cutter to grieve the grieving process. There are books, right, titles set out, but there is no cookie cutter options to how you're supposed to grieve. There is no, you need to cry today, get up tomorrow, move on and function like the person never existed. It's not possible. And my therapist is actually helping me with that. Helping me understand grief. And grief don't just come with the death of someone. Grief come in many different ways, shape and form, which I wasn't even contemplating, like... The end of a chapter in your life, you can grieve that. The ending of a relationship with someone, deciding that you guys no longer belong together and you want to go your separate ways. It can come with a grieving process depending, no matter how long or how short the relationship was, it can have a grieving process to it too. It's... There's no trick around my reasoning it because how my brain function, it's analytic. I need things to make sense. I need it to be tangible. I should be able to say, like how in math you can say one plus one equals two. One times one is one. Like just setting up in that way so I can see where it makes sense. Grieving don't offer me that, so I have a hard time dealing with it. And if I wasn't going to therapy and have to focus on that and talk to someone, have outlet for my pain and the hurt, the hurt I'm feeling for everything that has been happening in my life this short period of time, I... It is a 
amazing that I get up and go outside each day. It like I amaze myself with just what I'm capable to do every day. And that is something that is work with and this grief, the death of my friend has erupt different emotions and different pains that I never thought I'd be able to feel or comprehend I would ever understand I'm finding a hard time comprehending it so just want to emphasize the importance of having someone to talk to and I know sometimes we, not everyone can afford a therapist. Some of us have the luxury of doing that. Just journaling, talking to somebody else that has a positive outlook on life, that have a different understanding and have a different lived experience than you, that's in a positive way, that will listen is important. And I used to think that I was alone for a long time. And looking around, going through this process, I realized like I'm blessed to have so many people that are willing to actually sit and listen with me, be there for me. Even if it's just listen, hear me rant a few times. Ooh, I have a cousin. She can tell you. I've called her and just just go off at times. I'm emotional. And then times I choose not to. But just looking happy that I have that. And then having therapy. Which to process this. I've tried different outlets. Screaming didn't work for me. Being angry ain't working for me. Being lost ain't working for me. So, I tried a different route this time. I went and got an item and have his first initial engraved. So, even though part of my heart I felt left I know this will never or can't even equate to it but I feel like in some way shape or form I'm like he's here with me I really do hope wherever he is in because like, I believe he's in heaven. He knows how much he meant to me, even though I never got to tell him that I loved him. He knows that I'm working through it, and it was hard for me to lose him. And I'm fighting this really hard because I know 
in everything in me based on our relationship, me getting up and quitting and crying. And I'll tell you, like, it's cross sometimes, like, to just get up and just quit. When I say quit, my quitting mean, like, to just give up on everything in life and just push through, just give up on everything and just disappear, go somewhere else. And just knowing that that's not it. He would have never wanted me to do that. He would have sit and poke and make fun of me the entire time. And that has kept me through so much knowing that if he was here, me saying that I would want to just give up. His word would be like, for what? Like, you'd be like, for what? And tell him, like, you okay? And we would have war back and forth. I forever walk with you in my heart, Kamar. Love you.